Greetings, everybody. Damien here, aka Irish Trekkie, back with another Nerd Escape podcast. And with me, just like last time, we have Linda, Hen in the Hat, and Chris, the Hello. Trek Collector. Linda, Chris, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, yeah. How are you, Chris? Good, good, good. good, Linda, good, Linda. Great to have you back on the team. Yes, here we go. The Fairhaven Trio. <laughs> <laughs> Dearie me. Yeah, we have to shake Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, we are okay. not renaming this. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're not. And uh, I will not uh, do any more replies to Twitter about Irishness and Fairhaven and up the long ladder and bad Star Trek stuff with like <laughs> bad Irish accents. Yeah, they can call us the, the Chief O'Brien's. The Chief yeah. O'Brien's. The Cheeky Feckers. <laughs> the Cheeky Feckercast. Yeah. <laughs> the Cheeky Feckers. Those Cheeky Feckers. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yes. We're here together because, um, you know, we had such fun talking about DSE, getting that hype train rolling in the last uh, podcast. Do check that out. Um, it's in the playlists. But um, there's been a little bit of somewhat news, uh, heavy on the rumor mill. And um, we're going to catch up on all the latest comings and goings with uh, Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Pike. So stay tuned to the end of the podcast for that. Um, Linda, you had a good topic coming mm. in. In relation to yeah. some DSC shenanigans. Um, just a little thing happening on Twitter. Um, you know, there is a kind of an absence of cons going on at the moment, but uh somebody has set up a lovely little discovery celebration. So it's hashtag DSC Celebration 2020. And Ooh. it's about a month long um well, it's not a daily, it's it's every day going on every day, but every couple of days is a different theme. Um so there was a cosplay theme, there was a little handmade theme, there's favourite actress, there's favourite episode, there's favourite character, um, things like that. So check that out. It's hashtag DSC Celebration 2020. That is actually very, very cool idea because this year it seems as though it's going to be a washout on the con front. And unfortunately yeah. as well, it's where we normally get all our juicy information from that kind of fills yeah. that void. And I did see you on Twitter showing off your lovely, lovely discovery with John Eves and what a great yeah. photograph and great, great memories of a, a fantastic <laughs> DST that we uh, had. We were damien that one. Mm. We have to actually, maybe, yeah. I, I, it, it's looking doubtful for DST this year in London, but uh, it's it, it, like it is November, so it's hard to say, but... We're just yeah. gonna have that little chat afterwards, but it's it's a good way for us kind of guys to save a few pennies and uh, embrace it the following year. So hopefully we'll be able to get the trio over to London. Twenty twenty one is going to be off the charts. Yes, I think, I think so. <laughs> yeah. we, we have a lot of making up to do and gallivanting and shenanigans <laughs> afoot, totally. which will be really uh, yeah. Can I just um, squish in there with another con thing? We were mentioning the cons, so there is actually. Uh, a discovery con going on soon. Let me just check the date. When was the date of that? I do not remember. Uh, it's called in-house con. So if you Sweet. check that out on Twitter, it's um, Cool Waters Productions is the management company that look after a lot of the discovery cast. So Doug Jones is there. Um, Hannah Cheeseman, who was Arium mm -hmm. number two. Uh, two, yes, two Ariums, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, uh, and then we have Dr. Pollard and we have Lieutenant Reese as well. So if you, I don't know if you'll get to talk to them or they're going to have panels or something or or signing 
items for you, posting them out or something like that. So check that out. That looks interesting if you're uh, thirsty for cons. Yeah, a virtual con from home would be very, very cool. It'd be interesting to see how this one goes because, like, if they are doing, like, little panels and stuff like that, like, we've seen it before. Like, you've had a question answered before. I've had an a question answered before going back onto uh, the, the new form of After Trek, which they did for Discovery for mm. Season 2, which was kind of cool. Um, So it, it's very feasible to be done, you know. Um, just, oh, yeah. I've you seen know, other franchises do it. Um, There's been a few conventions on Twitch um i haven't joined them but i know that they've they have happened and they've been pretty good and i don't know you've probably seen it too on twitter but also over on instagram there's been a lot of facetime with actors mm. um jumping on getting interviewed doing like instagram lives and twitter lives which is great to see doug actually did one recently yeah um as well so um i really like how all of the different communities trek the expanse star wars to name but a few, if I haven't named them, haven't named uh, one, uh, I'm sorry. But even the likes of Hero Collector doing the uh, weekly kind of Q&A sessions as yes. well. It's great for the fan engagement while we're all stuck within our two to five kilometer radius and, and you know, going absolutely stir crazy rewatching uh, or binge watching Trek or whatever it may be on our subscription plans and stuff like that. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, and I'm Actually, maybe sure it was about a week ago today that uh, Jonathan Flakes graced us on yeah. social media and mm. we got a director's commentary uh, i can't remember the guys that actually hosted it which was absolutely fantastic jonathan frakes was brilliant so i'm going to give a shout out to dave coons and nils uh Cinefex, both, i yeah, think it was Cinefex, over on youtube yes. yeah. and we both stayed up and we watched and you know what jonathan frakes is just <sighs> we, we 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 were the lucky tree that actually got to see him <laughs> in Dublin and like I know yeah. a lot of people have missed out on him and he's such a gentleman and you know what anyone that hasn't hadn't have gotten to meet him before just seeing him going through and doing his commentary on First Contact was absolutely fantastic it was yeah. really really very enjoyable two and a bit hours and you know it, it, this kind of helps the way we're all kind of stuck in and I think Damien yeah. you made a fair point you know we're re-watching stuff that we've watched before yeah and, you know, like just to um, jump in on just on a, a, a kind of connected thought that just fell into my brain. Um, people may not be going to conventions um, this year, most likely. But um, I have seen quite a number of uh, Star Trek cast and other uh, franchises going on to like apps like Cameo and stuff like that. So yeah. you can get like personal messages and you know celebrations for parties and stuff like that as well. I'm not 100 percent sure on the pricing of it, but. You know, it's great to see technology somewhat actually helping people stay connected and getting um, that little personal touch from their screen heroes and stuff like that as well. So do check out that cameo. Now, listen, we're not affiliated with them. It's just, again, uh, public information uh, just to share with you folks anyway. But uh, I think you were going to say something there, Linda. I, I interrupted. Yes, I do you apologize. were. <laughs> was I? Oh, I was just going to comment that I think it actually makes it more accessible to everybody having an online con. It doesn't matter what country you're in or what part of the world or what, you know, what. You, know, you wouldn't usually be able to go to these cons for whatever reason. Now they're yeah. coming to you. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's actually you, brilliant. Which, which is kind of cool. Like the only thing that you have to worry about is a time differential, but it's not too bad. Yeah. It's not too bad. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, we've we've kind of covered like the cool aspect of social media online and covering the bits and pieces. So, any of the rumors that we want to kind of address today? Where do we want to start? 
Well, before we dive into rumors, oh, okay. um, people listening may have caught up with our last episode where we started the Discovery hype train. Yeah. Um, because it's common. Um, and fair play to Wilson Cruz um, reaching out. I, I didn't really, I didn't hear it, but I, I've, I've saw people speaking about him asking for patience because it's going to come. And, uh, you know, we knew that anyway, and that's why we wanted to get the hype train coming. But uh, Star Trek re-released a trailer um, just to do their own hype train as well. And um, I want to ask you guys, um, any new thoughts uh, in addition to what we talked about last week when you saw the trailer again um, or any continuations of the, some of the topics that we brought up in the last episode? How could I forget about the trailer? You wanted to cover this last week and we got kind of sidetracked just like the hype of Discovery and Holla. Yeah, um, I was just kind of like going through it. Like I initially thought this was new and it wasn't new. Uh, they advertise it as new. Linda pointed that out. But mm. going back and looking at it again with fresh eyes and so forth like that, like I was looking at our aliens coming on there. And does anyone kind of get that kind of Klingon sense vibe of their uniforms without any Klingons? Uh, I kind of get the vibe of the Mirror Universe Coalition. Do you remember yes, Klingons I was... and vulcans and stuff funny enough when when you say that now um i was just thinking that as well the mirror universe with the humans if you kind of look at their uniform they can have the band coming across they can have that little terran badge um but like mm. one of the things that really blows me away with the trailer was the fact that what you call it looking at like the trill pond which was like very very true to mm. what we've seen on deep space nine um yeah, I'm still trying to get over this mystery discovery character that we have new. Like, we can kind of see that there's some kind of shenanigans going on in the engineering by the the spore drive where there's she's there and there's this other character and they seem to be trying to take control of discovery, which is very interesting. And we can kind of see someone semi-like Arium in the corner holding what appears to be a new phaser. Um it's mm. it's 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 interesting um but i can see definitely like kind of terran stylish there but like yeah looking at the guys costumes the andorians and cardassians their hand cannons and everything their, their hand cannons just the They're sash cool. as well it just looks semi klingon which is interesting could that be a little you know could they be fighting for a house a klingon house I thought they said they were definitely done with Klingons. Didn't they say they were they were they were finished that storyline? I think that's so. <laughs> they were finished the storyline. Yeah, that's right. But they they have to be finished with Klingons because I don't know. The Klingons are too busy doing their own. Well, no, sorry. Hold on, wait. Yes, we're nine hundred oh, in the wait, future. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> but yeah, uh, who knows if? Yeah, go on. The, the Klingons could be extinct by this stage. They could have yeah, lost yeah, yeah. the dribbles. No, um, I, I don't think United, it's Klingons. Yeah. <laughs> I don't the, think... the dribbles have taken over Kronos. <laughs> yeah. No, if there's a mirror universe and a heavy heavy Klingon storyline, I think that I would be I, a little I bit disappointing. Say, <laughs> I would say mirror universe, but in the sense that the Federation is kind of twisted towards the Terran Empire. It'd be interesting, yeah. but uh, I do. There's yeah. nothing that trailer to give us the vibe from the poster that we seen last week where we thought, "Was that hurt? Is that being kind of like obliterated?" Um, yeah. 
look, the trailer still looks. I said it last week. I just think it's it's just it's much better than the Picard one. It's something that is really juicy. Um, I do have to agree with you. Uh, in fairness to, to Wilson for posting on Twitter, and I know what you got a couple of the lads are saying that they're still actually busy in post production. Yeah. Trying to finish off the show, so it's nice to see that um response from guys working on Discovery and communicating. That with could fans. work in our favor, you know. This extra time, you know, we we've heard previous rumors about how certain episodes may have been rushed. Um, mm. So this little kind of extra time in the oven may work in our favor. We'll have to wait, but you know, the old adage, "Good things do come to those who wait." So um, yeah. I think the hype train is still engaged for sure. On um, the the note with the trills as well, doing a bit of research, trills can only live for five hundred years, so probably safe to say we won't see a Dax unless yeah, it's will... Dax Junior. Yeah. <laughs> Dax Junior. Yeah. Dax Junior. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but like that, you know, like the thing about like <laughs> we know about trills, uh, but only very kind of top level stuff we know more about their symbiotes and how their the lifetimes experience kind of amalgamates into the characters but you know trill to trill it'll be interesting to kind of maybe explore how they pass on their life experience does it go into the pool um and mm. somehow transfer into different trills i think the door is wide oh, open yeah, on that you know which could be and interesting passing away yeah that would be kind yeah. of good way to see what what goes on there like look what Picard did with the uh, Romulans, you know, like the 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 nun sect and the the Northerners and and stuff like that. There was a little extra layer of depth into an established race. So um, trills, I think, are wide open, and again, could be like as we were talking about in the last episode, like the custodians of, you know, what has happened over the last nine hundred years. Um, so that could be pretty cool, I think. Who knows? Or it could just be a snippet from the pilot and it never gets mentioned again. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know. Yeah, because we, we have seen this before with trailers where they tend to, you know, as I said last week, it looks as though he was, your man in the Federation thing, it looks as though he's expecting Michael. But at the same time, that could be just edited to make it look that way. And, you know, all of a sudden they're best buddies now and he just knows Michael by name. So they're just taking that little scene and they just, they love doing stuff like that. They love doing stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's, oh, yeah, look, I love this trailer the minute we've seen it at, uh, was it New York Comic Con? I think it was. Yeah. One of the last cons, like we were probably, are we nearing, we're nearing the San Diego Comic Con, Mark. We would have seen all the props from Discovery by now, nearly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like see, season threes of series have been pretty good. Um, the kind of ramp up into like the groove, you know, with the characters and the actors. Like, um, I'm looking forward to seeing the bridge crew. Like you mentioned, like Reese and uh, Arium's character at that, on that convention. But um, even in that little trailer, you, you do see Burnham is, reunite with Tilly, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, Arium, the ship is named Discovery. Looking forward to that. Arium one is Lieutenant. Uh, what's oh, oh bugger. Can't think now. Oh, Arium one, yeah, Lieutenant Nielsen. Lieutenant, Lieutenant Nielsen. Nielsen. So yeah, hopefully yeah. we get she's... to see more of her character as well. And um, yeah. as we said, we do she's have taken a taken over. Yeah, she's taken over Arium Station on the bridge. So yeah. she's uh, taken over her old role basically. That was awkward. 
That was an awkward moment. Well, you know, I, I, it, it's funny because in Star Trek, like, and this is going to sound mad, when they've gone to replace actors, right, there's been a bad vibe between the cast. Seven and Nine came into Voyager, you yeah. know, and Kess went down. It was a bit awkward. And Pulaski went to the next generation again. Yeah. Awkward. So maybe just learned and says, right, okay, we're going to kill off Arium, but Arium, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take you out of costume. We're going to put you in the background and you're going to replace yourself. Hey, keep the unity there. <laughs> that's it, you know, like, yeah, go. That's it, exactly. Yeah, you it know, was, like, it was, cool. it was the season she got written out. So maybe they wanted more for that act. Uh, to expand upon on season three and beyond, it's it's a curious one because we spotted that early on. And remember the trailer yes, for season that, two? We we're like, who's that? Yeah, like Tilly in the shuttle bay. That looks like Arium, and Arium yeah, like looks Arium, odd. Arium. <laughs> yeah, yeah Arium was on the other side of that shot. <laughs> yeah, it was odd. It, it, it's a funny one because Arium really not that she had too much in two seasons, but like season two. For the bit that she did have, it got really, really strong and it got very bloody emotional. Yeah, yes. it did. It did. Kind of remind, reminded me of Vincent Cito. Mm. Generation. Mm-hmm. You know, True. it was yeah. just, yeah. it was just so, uh, it was really, really nicely done, actually. Nicely mm. done. They introduced her and then they, they kind of gave her an episode and then killed her at the end of the episode. <laughs> was, on, on the discovery thing, like, it was tweeted back ages ago from the cast that they were supposedly getting a pet as well so <laughs> i don't know how true this is but discovery having a pet okay so who would be its master god don't say tilly because she can barely look after herself and i mean that in a nice way but uh, pet <laughs> who i'm going to go with wilson and uh Stamets. i think they need that i think they, they just need a kitten Dr. Yeah. colbert yeah it has to be more than a kitten <laughs> a new triple or something would be more fun. Targ. Yes, a targ or a targ. <laughs> get the tardigrade back. <laughs> oh, targ. I think on targ on discovery would be interesting. Hmm. <laughs> the targ one. Yeah. <laughs> Ripper was like, like really the first pet though. Can you replace yeah. Ripper? <laughs> you know, uh, baby Ripper could replace Ripper, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> baby Ripper. Baby Ripper, they just they just found in, in, in I get don't forget like there is a big kind of like field of like spores like in a room maybe they'll find a baby Ripper go oh crap More. Maybe, maybe that's how yeah Giorgio gets back uh, to uh, the prime uh, ti- not I, not prime timeline but the the, the era um, that follows but yeah it's interesting yeah who could get a pet. Um, <laughs> What's, I think Stamets what's, um, and Colbert would Lieutenant be... Bryce, you know, the, the comms officer. I, mm. I, I could see him with a pet, you know, <laughs> a little scampish hamster or something. I don't know. <laughs> just just your random conversation. <laughs> once it's once it's not a parrot and it's not George O's, it's fine. This yeah. is so random. <laughs> You're wrong. But um, on, on, on the other rumor, ripe is Discovery is starting to get riped up for a movie. And I think a lot of people are starting to think that this one is going to be more kind of like more for at home, kind of like a, no, I wouldn't really say TV movie, but a, a probably special or something like that. What do you guys think of a Discovery getting their own Standard kind of a, episode? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I 
mean, well, they had our short treks coming back. Have we heard anything about another short round treks of short treks? Were done. The guys in the states have had them on CBS All Access. And if anyone yeah, from CBS have... All yeah. Access is listening, can they please give them to Netflix while we wait for Discovery Season Three in the UK mm-hmm. and Republic of Ireland and the rest of the world, please? If they if they don't have another round of short treks, um, a movie would be nice. Oh, that's actually a good call. I, I like I enjoyed the short treks uh, previously, and um, I would like to see these short treks. And I, yeah, that would actually be a nice kind of way to kind of in between seasons do a nice kind of a uh, long. Yeah, I I I I like that. Like kind of like a, a separate story, something kind of yeah. funky and cool. Yeah, in between an interseason movie kind of thing. Yeah, that? that that'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'll work. You could do straight after, like, you know, you could nearly they could nearly go straight into production straight after say episode ten of season three and you know what I mean? Just get their bits done and it's doable. Like the 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 standard of the the quality of you know discovery has been pretty much cinematic. So, you know, they're not too far off it, so it will be interesting aspect ratio and everything like that. Like the production Mm. values, yeah, they have been quite a I don't really see an, a point for them right now, you know, season yeah. three. I think towards, it's uh, towards the end of the seasons, you know, maybe as a mm-hmm. uh, kind of like a TNG vibe or stuff like that. But a mid mid run, because what, what's Discovery? I think was Discovery penciled in for like five seasons, five seasons or so, you yeah. know. Um, I do think it's too early to be looking at Discovery yeah. movies. Yeah. But at the same time, though, as well, I do think if, if they are planning to do these type of movies, Maybe there is no harm in like good planning and good storyline. It's a key to good storyline for a for a good little bit of a an old I, movie watch. I'll tell you what I would like is uh, like the short treks have always kind of been experimental in my mind, you know, because they they brought an animation and a bit of humor and just interesting story arcs. But I would like to see short treks uh, in between the normal episodes, yeah, to kind of give you maybe additional story. So it doesn't have to be added uh, in a, a diluted or rushed way in the primary episode, if you follow me. You know, mm. like Star Wars, you have the credit roll at the front to give you the, yeah. the, the, the what's just happened. So you can just dive straight into the movie. Well, I mean, I think just, I'm just going to take a pause there. It, this is being recorded on the 5th of May. Damien has to mention Star Wars because it's after the 4th. <laughs> Revenge of the 5th. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. Get over it. But anyway, it's a thing. Uh, Damien, that's but you know what I mean. No- that's kind of what the novels are, have been doing, isn't it? Kind of expanding yeah. on the yeah, current. yeah. But yeah, I, I like Damien's idea there with the short treks. I I do think like we were told that the short treks in season one weren't really gonna take away anything from the season, and then they actually ended up the majority of them were huge, e related, yeah. And like imagine you know what? I think, you know, yeah, Reno. Yeah. Like, do you remember the way Reno was introduced, which was pretty cool? But imagine if you had like a ten-minute episode of uh, that crash mm. and what happened mm. to the crew, and then yeah. boom, you 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 discover that that was what was on the asteroid, and then you're kind of seeing yeah. the afterbirth. Do you know, like, if they had a few of those throughout the season, it yeah. could be cool. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it would because like uh, Suru and his storyline, it worked so well. That short trek. Um, yeah, yes, there was exactly. there was two or three others now like I I can't think off the top of my head, but they were like 
they well, were the brilliant. Tilly, the hard, the tilly one. one. Yeah, the Tilly one as well. Brilliant. Was, yes. And that, and she, yeah, and she came along later on to save them all. And a lot of people were like, who's that? And Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And everyone was telling them, oh, she, yeah, watch Short Treks. Please watch Short Treks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and to go back to your so point, necessary. Linda, you know, like mm-hmm. the novels, yeah, um, they, they do do that. But you're kind of having to have your viewership kind of embrace another medium in order to, you know, get that little bit of information. Whereas if you have the viewership on Netflix or Amazon, then you just pepper a Short Trek in between the series, you know. Um, mm. To to take advantage of it, like not to say it's going to happen, but just you know spitballing. I think it'd be kind of cool, you know. Hmm. But uh, yeah. So anyway. right. Next rumor, and these are all rumors because I was kind of like before we came on, we were just trying to find news for you guys and just have a little chat, which is all because we know we're all in self isolation. Well, most of us are, and we're just trying to break the boredom. So yeah, these are pretty much rumors because nothing from any of the reliable Trek sources. None of these things have come up. So the discovery rumors hasn't appeared on that and the pike rumors which a lot of people the internet is exploding with at the moment it's being called this strange new worlds which i do think is a cool name for a pike spin-off show but i just think it's too good to be true and what do you guys think yeah uh it's just a rumor obviously uh, at the moment because somebody spotted that anson mounts um location on his twitter account was strange new worlds and they took that to mean um that is the, a new show two and two <laughs> equals 42 yeah <laughs> yeah um i am thinking at the moment it is rumors but i do think there is big big momentum behind a pike series oh totally um, yeah. what Look way would you tricks. like to yeah. So what way would you like to see a Pike TV series develop? Would you like to see it like as in it's one season long storyline or would you like to see it kind of reverting back to, say, TNG, TOS, independent episodes, yeah. more scientific space out exploring? Yeah, yeah. Standalone episodes would be a nice, it should be a nice change from yeah. whatever you get. You know, all modern television kind of has gone yeah. the serialized route. So. Yeah, because Hollywood is very guilty of kind of like, they latch on, they're, they're very, very much, mm. and we see this especially, it, it happens over and over again. You have standalone t- TV series, which worked for ages. Then you go into serialized, has to be a big storyline. This is what people want. And then eventually it will go back to single yeah. episodes and it repeats and it goes over and over and things change. And, but I do think, you know, for me, for the Pike TV series, I would just love it just to be standalone one off episodes. I, I said this last week, I just think there's so much of the TOS without and i know the biggest thing is and the funny thing is like initially everyone was going on oh it's a prequel i know everyone wants a prequel but i do think there's enough out there that yeah. they can actually cover do it well have yeah. it standalone episodes and you know be a little bit more scientific which would be cool mm-hmm. and kind of make it a, a nice point and make it you know for the whole family as opposed to having a, a pg rating or 15s you know i i think i definitely think aston is i and eaton uh would be perfect to do it um 
that that'd be my opinion. Would what would what do you think? Are you happy with more kind of an adult Trek series, or would you be happy to see something that the whole family could sit down? I would look. I would like a family show. Um, and again, kind of going back to TOS vibes. Like if you remember how uh, Captain Pike was referred to in Discovery, you know he exemplifies Starfleet. You know, yes. um, he's the best of the best, and that's why the Enterprise was kept out of the, on its mission uh, during the the Klingon War. Um, so if you jump into the seat of the Enterprise, like the bridge is there, the crew setup was pretty cool. You know, um, with as you say, Spock, you have Number One and Pike uh, and the rest of the bridge crew there. Uh, look what can be done over their like next five year mission, like. Where no man has gone before, that was, did Kirk just take command off the Enterprise around that era? Was it, when did he take command of the Enterprise? Was it like 2265? Something around that time, yeah. He took it, he, he, like he, he he got the command straight after Pike. Uh, Pike completed a first five-year mission, which is supposedly the story. And yeah. then James Kirk comes along and completes, well, Pike, hmm. Pike is meant we to could, a five that year show mission. could be the first five year mission, you know, and like that be episodic, um, not episodic, uh, you know, yeah, episodic rather than serialized, uh, yeah. to go back to that kind of classic vibe, um, for a nice refreshing change, you know, I I, I would yeah. totally dig that. Or even um, you know, the Mandalorian. I know I haven't finished the Mandalorian, so no spoilers, but it's kind of it is <laughs> kind of standalone episodes, but with a running theme. You know, he's on this particular mission. Um, so mm-hmm. there could be a running mission going on with... Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. Because the Planet episodes of the week. Strange yeah. New Worlds. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, can I read you a tweet from um, Samora, oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Samora Smallwood, who plays Lieutenant Amin for, on the yeah. Enterprise, Kirk's Enterprise? And she recently tweeted... Would be a delight to revisit this beauty of a set. Hashtag Star Trek. Hashtag Star Trek Pike. Stay safe, everyone, and keep believing. Winky face. Yes, and <laughs> yes, 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 so, absolutely, yes. It, she's it, just it, speeding the the flames there. Well, yeah. There is no harm to get momentum behind us. I, I I do think the show will happen. It's just interesting to see what way they will go with it because, like, we have got. Lower Decks coming, and like I'd say that Lower Decks is going to be probably again more adult than kid friendly. We've got the Nickelodeon show coming, and there was rumors there that what you call it the name for that uh had come out. I've just completely forgotten what <laughs> they were calling it. Um, mm. unless any of you guys can think, no idea. The, the, yeah, mm. so uh, I think the, the name for that title has dropped, but again, I well, we imagine the Nickelodeon is definitely going to be child friendly. Yeah, yeah, hope. Oh yeah, it was the it's the makers of um the creators of Lego Ninjago and they have a couple more Disney uh Disney shows on at the moment I think um so I'm totally hoping it's exactly like Lego Ninjago with exactly the same kind of comedy elements Ninjago was brilliant um and it's such an epic show as well so if they can make an epic Star Trek kids show that's mm-hmm. hilarious I'm mm-hmm. so down for that yes 100 so we we're all kind of like. We've got all these shows. We don't know about the Giorgio show. We'd imagine the Section 31 show is going to fall into the same category as Discovery. Because just simply, yeah. it's a spin-off directly from Discovery. And it would make sense. I think it would be very kind of unfair on the Discovery viewers that, say, are enjoying 
you know, it's not too child friendly. And if you're kind of enjoying the show set at that pace, it'd be very hard to take away from them. But like the whole Pike thing, I do think, you know, it'd be great. Sit around the family. We need it. I really hope they do it. It's just great here. Inspirational trek. Yes. Something to aspire to, you know, Um, it'd be nice. Yeah. Interesting. So I think that's pretty much the roundup of the rumors and like literally everything has been a rumor because there's really nothing being apart from linda and <laughs> our little tweet wink wink nudge 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 <laughs> make it so <laughs> yeah uh, check, um, check out and um, for those listening check out ketwalski um, mm. on youtube he did a good video there of how kind of people were connecting the dots to make a masterpiece <laughs> and um you know how like there, there's a lot of trade magazines where production staff uh, kind of uh, show the gigs that they're hired for and the, the names are kind of temporary kind of like again star wars uh, blue harvest <laughs> i'm going to bring back star okay. wars in there today uh, but did, um okay you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity nerd. Don't you worry about that. But um, you know, there's there's a snapshot of a Zoom meeting where people had like Trek logos behind them as well. And um, I think, as you say, Chris, I think we're all in agreement that a Picard, uh, Pike show is going to happen. But what it's going to be called, where it's going to be set, how it's going to you know end up on the screen, um, is all up in the air. But um, again, more Trek. It's not going to hurt. Have that expanded universe for sure. There's plenty. Of planets and species out there that we could dive into um and uh you know again uh what what are your what what are the aliens that you dig you know the crystal guys oh tolians <laughs> tolians um well they're i think they're kind of get more about you know they're um, they're, they're rife to uh they're rife in there to be section 31 and tolians could be cool you know i would um, like to see section 31 take these boys on like we know that they're 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 fairly well matched for the Federation. It'd be nice to have kind of a background story. Name not too much as, say, but they could be the protagonist in the Pike series. As in, you know, we get the background behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, they like they like to stick on their own. They have their own section of space, yeah. and they could be a nasty foe to the Federation. That like you know they could be Pike's Klingons. You know, um, exactly. And again, you're bringing in kind of like an old species. That has been established in Star Trek just about. They've just been barely touched. The surface has been scratched. Mm-hmm. But for anyone new coming into it, you know, it'd be just like me watching and going, oh, okay, we're all finding out stuff about these guys. So yeah. it could, I think it would work. I think it would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You're not stepping on anybody's toes. You're not bringing in this new species then that people go, well, uh, that can't be canon because uh, Captain Picard never mentioned them before. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Even though Bok it's has a sister. What? Um, but yeah, <laughs> again, you know, I think it's time where... He also had a brother too, you know. He did, he did, he did. Let's not speak <laughs> of that movie. But uh, actually, it wasn't that bad of a movie. No, it wasn't. But, um, you know, I, I think it's... Starship. I think Discovery has done well to uh, spark the momentum of Trek now that... They, they can expand the horizons to, you know, check out new stories rather than maybe rehashing stuff that has gone before, you know, um, and fleshing out those species that we've just barely known about um, and could learn a lot more about as well. So more Trek, the merrier. If you look at TOS, a lot of the species that were covered were kind of fairly one off. You know, there was never a real big, apart from the Klingons and the Romans. Aliens, the week, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, there's there's lots for them to dive in on and i think it's just literally you know just get a proper real tos 
super nerd that knows all his aliens and say, hang on, pick these, these and these. Won't interfere with canon. Write your own individual storylines. It's not a big, huge saga. It's just going to be an action-packed 45, 50 minutes sci-fi in space with a good story that can teach the family some values Mm. in a world that could actually do with some decent values at the moment. Yeah. True. And True. a bit of science. Like the man for the job. Sorry? You sound like the man for the job, Chris. No. <laughs> Get that CV no, in there. But like, you know, uh, we need a bit of science back in there. And I think that's one thing that has been a little bit lacking from Star Trek. And I was doing a podcast with uh, Kowalski and uh, Sean there as well. And I do feel that, you know, Star Wars science fantasy which is brilliant and we've got star trek and star trek was always kind of like science at heart and i just think a little bit more yeah. science pull back into star trek and i think pike is definitely the show to do it yeah yeah 100 and plus as well you got mr spock you know he is the scientist of all yeah. so exactly techno babble exactly. that's your heart out get rick back and he'll teach them <laughs> you know yeah. nice nebulas and stuff to kind of classify and like there's so much like as well like when you look at um star trek going back earlier on and stuff like that even the next generation where they were putting in like say the likes of black holes and the latest discoveries that we had at those times and they were putting it into the shows mm-hmm. like how much have we developed more that they can actually put that science back into a series and then kind of explain these new phenomena uh, phenomenons that they have discovered but like it'd be cool and it's an easy way to learn stuff exactly exactly and you know um i uh, i i'm gonna be crucified here now um in the podcast but you know who i'm talking about anyway i think it's erin mcdonald um she's on twitter i think she worked on discovery a little bit as the science consultant um and she's kind of affiliated she's putting up some content on twitch about you know black holes and wormholes and stuff like that as well so um there is a community that is feeding into trek at the moment and again yeah inspire the next generation like we're we're going yeah back to the moon and and, um yeah i don't think it's anything taken away from the consultants and the science i just think sometimes that the story is overwriting the science and i just you know i feel sorry for anyone that's in that consultancy job you know, I just think the story writers sometimes might need just, oh, I know you just want to tell a story, but, you know, throw a little bit of science in there. Just a little touch of well, scientific listen, magic. I bet you, how, how many people learned about mycelial networks <laughs> when Discovery <laughs> hit the ears back in season one? It's like, yeah. what, what what topic is that? And then we're like, oh, right, it's about mushrooms and fungus. Discovery and was on the rise start at the start. And I, I do dig it in Discovery. I think Discovery have covered it well, better than Picard definitely did in season one, where it was yeah. more story is king, where I think they lost the run of some of the story, but whatever. But uh, yeah. hey, you know, um, I I think it's, it's great when you kind of get together with uh, two good Star Trek guys out there and you know we all kind of share this hope and belief for picard it'd be cool if they could actually make it happen i think a pike is sorry picard pike is the one that you can you can you can do it and the short tracks prove that as well yeah you know so there's a lot to be done so we'll keep our ears to the uh, internet grapevine and uh, again feedback any rumors and uh, keep us in the know as well uh do tag us on twitter um you'll find us over there as uh, at the trek collector 
at the Irish Trekkie and at Hen in a Hat, if I am correct in that. So do, yeah, do tag us number one. one. Yep. Exactly, because uh, Hen in the Hat, number two. No, don't go near that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, there you go. So um, I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. I was just going to do a call to arms, as you used to say. If if any of you guys out there, just homework. Yeah, just throw a link, or it's not a link, just throw, if there's something that you'd like us three to talk about uh, for the next podcast, since we're kind of like, we're talking mainly rumours, and <laughs> there's no kind of solid ground for it, but if you have anything that you'd like us to discuss on the next Nerdscape podcast, please, please leave a comment below. Is there room for lightsabers in Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> uh, every year he gets up this. Linda, you're going to have to use it. Just mark it in your calendar again next year. Yeah. Okay. And on that bombshell, uh, we'll have to up there. It's, uh, goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye from me. I am going to bed. I'm exhausted. Come on. <laughs> and uh, good night from me from the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs>